Hey guys, this is Lindsay. <laughs> and this is Carly. And this is the Made to Relate podcast. Welcome back. Episode 16. Whoop, whoop. No, I sing. <laughs> I sing the episode number so I wouldn't say it. I know that I Carly. had to say it, but I said it in a condescending tone, so that was That rude. doesn't help. <laughs> I just said whoop, whoop. <laughs> It's woot, woot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> woot, woot. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going, huh. How are you? So good. Actually, are you? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. My brain is just so foggy today. I've had, like, every single day at work has just been, like, the last week. Yeah, and it's only Wednesday, but it was, like, blood in from last week. Mm-hmm. It was a little crazy, and then it just keeps getting crazy, and there's just a lot to do, so. There's just a lot going on. And I had therapy yesterday, and I think it just, like, ironically, we're doing this podcast, like, the day after I You're had therapy. still shook. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like, thinking about all those things. One thing I really hate in therapy is when, like, you say the things, like, answer the question, and I, like, obviously I talk a lot, so then I elaborate on, like the question which I think you're supposed to do in therapy like yeah whatever I don't know Where and then they like just that? stare at me oh and I don't like that yeah Where I I'm don't like, know if that's a normal part of therapy or like I don't I don't know about this gal but uh, she just stares at me <laughs> like as if I'm supposed to fill in the conversation filler and I'm like no I'm here to ask you questions well, You're supposed to fix it. <laughs> you fix me. You. But fix. I like yeah. We'll get into that. But I think I just stumped her. Ooh, do tell. You can tell me off the pod. Well, I can tell you later in the pod, just because it's like a trauma like oh, thing. About, but let's talk about um, you and me. Yeah, guys. I was gonna start, <laughs> so I was gonna start this podcast by like this funny lyric because I can't sing, which is why it's funny. But I was gonna start it with let's talk about trauma baby let's talk about you and me and it was gonna be funny (laughs) but then I combined another song weirdly from like what was the song I was singing again I'll make love to you all night long oh yeah (laughs) I'll make love to you but I was like in my head changing the words to like anxiety shiz and then I (laughs) relay it to Lindsay after like it came in my head at like noon today what time is it now? Nine o'clock at night. And I'm trying to relay this information to her. Like, wouldn't that have been funny if I didn't freaking forget this? And she was like, yeah, that's two different songs. So I think I just, you know, I'm just not together. Yeah. So I cannot promise this episode's going to be spectacular. Fire. However, here, we are. We, here both, we are. we both have already sang on the podcast tonight, so I mean, I yeah. think we're golden. We're only, it's only up from here. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week? Um, my week is good. Guys, I'm in a much better space than I was last week. I'm in we a talk. much better space. My house isn't near as hot because the weather no. hasn't been so hot. Yes. AC still isn't fixed, but it's not quite as hot. Yes. Um, cookies are slow this week, so I'm getting caught up, which is so nice. Ryder has a baseball tournament. It's doing so well, so fun, all the things. I slept through my mm-hmm. alarm today, and while that was a terrible thing, Ryder was an hour late <laughs> for his last day of school. I'm not sad about it because I slept in until 8.30 this morning. I feel great. <laughs> Sorry, I, boss. Need, I needed the extra sleep. Yeah, I slept for 11 hours because we fell asleep on the couch last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to bed, and so I plugged my phone in because it was going to die. You have to make sure the other end is plugged into the wall. <laughs> Learned that this morning. What'd your boss say? I didn't tell him. Oh. I just got, I logged in at 830 and put on my calendar a, an appointment that said I was out from 8 to 9. He's like super laid back and doesn't care as long as yeah. I am responsible. And Get your work take done. the time or like make up the time, then he's cool about it. So I didn't tell him. That's fair. Yeah. If I was in, obviously, if I was supposed to be at work, that probably would have been a different story. Right. Also, going back to work in person on Monday, not sure how I feel about it. I think you're going to love it. I think I'm going to love it, too, but it's been, like, three years now since I've 
husband had an office job in an office yeah it's been a really long time guys and i don't know that i know how to do it every day wake up also i love it did i tell you i'm gonna ride my bike to work yeah (laughs) i laughed at you (laughs) i said that's a long ways (laughs) i know (laughs) so it's gonna be fun i'm excited whatever Maybe it's just a long ways because I went on a 15-minute walk today with my coworker and I was winded. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't take my 15-minute break, but I'm gonna. <laughs> you, we should ride to work. You work farther than me. Never mind. I don't even own a bike. Oh, I own a really shitty bike, but I'm going to do it for a couple weeks and I already told myself if I do it for like three weeks and I follow through, then I'll go buy myself a good bike. Okay, then I'll take your shitty bike. Okay. Then we can go on bike rides. With the kids. Yeah. Ryder loved bike riding at that age. I could find, like, a little toddler thing. Oh, my gosh. For Harper. Harper would love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> Lindsay has to ride. I can't give away my bike yet. <laughs> Lindsay has to ride to work for three weeks. <laughs> Shit. It's going to be good. Uh, okay. So, we're going to do... Talk about... It's a two-part episode, so we're going to talk about our trauma today... And then my mom, who is a trauma therapist and deals with all the trauma things, is going to come on and kind of talk to us about, like, how she, like, she's just way smarter. So she's going to talk about a lot of things. She's just way smarter. (laughs) Yeah. So she's going to tell us all the therapy things about what she's kind of observed over the years um, with us and, like, all of those things. So. It'll be really fun. I'm really interested to see what she says. Yeah, I am too. Because we've never really, I mean, I've never talked to your mom. Yeah. Outside of like a hello, hey, how's it going at and a her birthday be- party. Yeah, and her like sending us text messages of right. like, hey, this was really good on the podcast. This was right. this was really interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it'll be good to get to know her a little bit and I know. Sure dissect all of our. I know. We need to figure out how together. to get her, how to like combine mics and all of that and like. um get her on video so it's not so awkward and like we're waiting for her to say something you know yeah I think we'll so figure it out. yeah happen. so we're gonna talk about a couple things <laughs> guys tomorrow is Mike's birthday and I have to go stay up late and wrap presents so Ooh, what did you get him well Stop I guess that's what yeah, yeah it doesn't come out um I got him a North Face hoodie it's like a zip up and mm-hmm. so he really likes them. So I got him one of those. And then I'm going to keep hitting cords. And then he really likes dude shoes. Oh, yeah. Those are um, nice. Yeah. So I get him a pair for every year for his birthday. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, and then I got him, or I guess Grayson picked it out. So it's from Grayson. Um, I asked Grayson what he wanted to get him for his birthday. And he wanted to get him, like, okay, so apparently his stepmom got his dad a like for christmas he remembers this from christmas so he got him a like thing that hangs over your neck and it holds your phone so you don't have to hold your phone it's like a gag gift in their stocking or whatever but it goes over your neck and it kind of like props up so then it holds your phone so then you don't have to hold your phone with your hands <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> i know <laughs> But Grayson legit thought it was the coolest freaking thing in the entire world. You and you. Like, I was like, I'm not getting that for my first birthday. Like, I'm, he would laugh at me till the end of time. So I was like, okay. He told me that on the way to TJ Maxx. And we're like going to get squirt guns and whatever. And so then we're at DJ Maxx. And he's like, oh, this goes over your shoulders. But I like this better, whatever. So it's a massager. Oh. And it goes over your shoulders or whatever. It goes over your shoulders, massages your neck, your back, your shoulders. And then I think it heats too. Mm. Um, But he's very thrilled about it. Can't stop talking about it. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, And then we're just going to do dinner with his family. Fun. Yeah. And then we're going to take the kids to dinner on Friday and kind of do like a celebratory dinner. Which is you guys? Yeah. Where are you going to dinner? I don't know. He hasn't Mm. decided. I asked him what he wanted to do for dinner like a week ago and he said Costco pizza. (laughs) And I couldn't tell if he was joking or not, but I was like, it's only three bucks a person. I'm down. Like (laughs) whatever you want to do. Um, And then we have a wedding to attend this weekend for one of my friends. Um, We cheered together in high school. Um, But it is in Bozeman. And... um, (laughs) We rented, like, a little cabin, and we're not taking the kids. Oh, 
fun. Yeah, so it'll be really fun. So it'll uh, it'll be nice to just do some things and then Grayson goes and sees his dad next week. When does he leave? The sixteenth. Completely like since Ryder's not going anymore, I completely just like blocked it out of your brain. That trip out of my brain. Yeah, so I have no idea that it's the sixteenth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then he's gone for are a week. Are you flying him down, or is he coming to get him? Nope, he's gonna come get him, and I'm driving him to Bozeman, which for those of you who don't know, it's like an hour and a half. Um, driving him there, and then I mean, he's taking him on a plane, and then I'm going back up on the following week. And so I don't know what we're gonna, what I'm gonna do in California by myself for like eight hours, but I'll find something to do. You'll find something. Cause I don't want to be like, oh, I get into town at ten, or whatever, and then be like, okay, bring him to me. No, you don't want to sit in an airport with him for eight hours. Well, I don't want to sit in an airport with him, and like he can't really get in a car. Like I don't have his car seat, so he, I can't like yeah. Uber around with him or like lug this car seat around. He can't really ride in an Uber, and I'd rather them spend the eight hours soaking up that last day. Yeah. Then like, me just like sitting with him in an airport because that's not fun for him. Right. So it'll be good. He'll get to spend more time with his sister and stuff, and then they'll bring him to me in the evening. Um, it'll be good. It'll be good. It will be so good. All I can think about is how full my boobs are gonna be from breastfeeding. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna be like, oh god. Okay. Anyway, super note. off topic. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about. <sighs> all the trauma that we've had i guess i to preface we're not going to talk about all the trauma because there's some trauma i just don't even want to bring up or talk about i guess there's a lot of things like i don't want out there not because i'm not like willing to talk about it because if you saw me if you wanted to have a personal conversation i would but i don't there are just some things that don't get aired over the internet Right, and, like, things that I don't want Grayson to know about. And Mm -hmm. so, or, like, view people in a different light. And so I just, like, don't want to talk about certain things. Yep, exactly. And then we'll talk about how it, like, plays a role in our lives and how we're working on it and all of those things. So it might be a super rough episode and it might be super boring. Or you might find, like... Or just be able to relate. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. It was made to relate, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I want you to start, duh. Duh. What types of trauma have I endured? Let's what see. What types of trauma have you endured, Carly? Um, well, let's start talking about trauma as Carly's in therapy for PTSD right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good place to start. Um just in I think it starts with like my childhood and because she just like brings up random things yeah um and relates it back to that which I feel like I had a really great childhood and I don't have any like I wouldn't change any of it Mm -hmm. and I whenever I think about my childhood everything's really happy and so I think that's really good that is really good yeah and so um and granted, there was times where it wasn't, but, like, another thing I've learned in therapy is I have a detachment to my emotions. So, when things are sad or scary or bad, my brain detaches me <laughs> from that situation. And then almost it's, like, a locked away thing. Like, I can't access it. Which is not, like, super healthy. Weird, yeah. But, like, apparently from that sparks, like, anxiety and anger. You know. <laughs> and, like, anger and just um, irritability and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on it. <laughs> but I do think my parents did everything they could to, like make my life super good so I have no regrets I mean they did their best yeah with moi um and then it really she talks about how there's like trauma from my parents divorce which I personally can't see yet I guess maybe how old were you 19 Mm -hmm. so I feel like 
no. (laughs) Because I was old enough to understand, like, they're not getting along or they don't really like each other that much. Yeah. But also, I was just, like, if you don't want to be together, don't be together. That's kind of how I viewed it. And But my siblings were younger. My sister was... 17 and my I think my brother was like 12 so I might have been 18 or he was almost I don't know something they were young or my specifically my brother was young um and so and I I don't know we're just airing all the baggage today (laughs) um but I was the oldest and so there's a lot of um I guess I don't even know what to call it But basically, I was the oldest and the one who was, like, mothering and trying to take care of everyone all the time. I feel like that was from a very young age. Mm -hmm. And then I babysat them all growing up, and my brother was super little. And my sister was just (laughs) – we didn't really get along. So, um, in our younger ages. And so, she said something about that's triggering – which I don't think it is, but I don't feel triggered. Um, Sounds like something you need to talk about a little more. Yes. So, <laughs> um, there's that. There's that. But one thing we did discuss was that when you go through something like that, you kind of throw yourself into the next thing that's showing you attention mm-hmm. and you're receiving love from. And for me... After that happened, I sabotaged the relationship I was in and was just kind of, like, found anything that could go wrong Mm -hmm. and did that. And then immediately I fell into a a relationship with somebody who was absolutely not ready to have a relationship with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were talking about how the repercussions of that and how... I wasn't, like, stable enough to even enter a relationship with anyone, let alone be in a relationship where there was toxic. Are we talking about rich? You fell into a relationship with yeah. rich? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was very vague. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where there was, like, toxic tendencies. So, yeah. just those types of things where, like, I wasn't ready for a relationship, obviously. He wasn't either. So, there was, it's a, almost a recipe for disaster, honestly. And not, it, yeah, I mean, look at it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here we are. Um, so, I guess there, that. And then from certain situations, I would say a lot of my trauma comes from, like, the love bombing and, mm-hmm. like, gaslighting um the violence of certain situations and a few other things I don't want to talk about but (laughs) um that are a lot worse and that's it so I think with that I honestly I don't know why and I think it's because I didn't know what love bombing and gaslighting and all of these like popular terms now I didn't know what that meant like to me it was I was 20 years old Mm -hmm. and I was thinking I knew everything well yeah don't we all yeah and I was just very unaware of what was happening or I guess very naive would be a better word Mm -hmm. I was yeah uneducated didn't know what to look for didn't know Literally, you want to know something ridiculous? What? I think about this all the time, and it made me laugh today because one of my friends texted me. I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to out her, but she was like, I went on a date, um, and this guy, like, asked me what we were going to do after dinner, like, as if we were going to hook up. And I was, like, laughing, and I was like, oh, no, tell me at least has three dates. And that was, like, my instant response. And then I started laughing because I'm pretty sure I told Rich when we, like, went on a date that there was, like, a five-date minimum before I even hooked up with anyone, which just makes me laugh that I was, like, 20 and just like, oh, no, we have to go on five dates. We're going to go on five dates. We're going to go on five dates, and then we'll do stuff. And it was just like, what? (laughs) Like, doesn't that make you feel dumb? I I guess not you because it wasn't you but 
It makes me feel dumb. It makes me feel dumb, too. Makes me feel so childish. No. Because it was. I was not even legal drinking age. (laughs) Did you make it five dates? Yeah. Oh, good for you. I think you tried on, like, date three, and I was like, no, no, no. You have two more dates, mister. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really call them dates, Lindsay. I know. They were probably in my car, Carly. Yeah. I mean, one for sure was. Oh, <laughs> do we need to talk any more about Lindsay's trauma? Yeah, we do. <laughs> but relating to that, because I know a lot, we've talked about a lot of your trauma is like the infidelity. Yeah. I don't know why, but like I, maybe it's not unlocked yet, but like from my vault, but I don't feel that. Like obviously it happened and I was upset about it and it was Like, oh, yeah, you violated my trust, but it was more so, like, I don't think I was as emotionally invested to require him not to, you know? Like, I I don't feel like there was ever a time where I was like, oh, this is my boyfriend, and we're going to go places, we're going to, like, hopefully we get engaged, like, it was never like that. And I think that you and I are just such different people when it comes to our emotions and, like where we have weaknesses in our emotions that like yeah that kind of trauma is the stuff or that kind of stuff is the stuff that is going to be traumatic for me right whereas to you it's a mild inconvenience and hurtful and, right and hurt all the things still but not nearly as like significant yes and I I'm trying to put myself in like the spot of like okay well would it be this time like would it be now that Mike and I are married and if that happened and I was like oh absolutely like yeah homeboy check yourself which he would never like it's mike we're talking about but (laughs) like he would never yeah he'll tell me if he talks to another girl i'm like why are you telling me that (laughs) i don't care i don't need to know yeah so but i think maybe that like it makes me think maybe that's why though because i'm so secure now in my relationship now that it's just almost not an insecurity anymore but who knows if like Mike and I didn't get together would it be an insecurity then would I be nervous and go through someone's phone or you know Mm -hmm. like would I have those like wants and desires I don't know so Lince you I don't know how to do this trauma chit chat I don't have any yes you do (laughs) (laughs) literally Lindsay texted me and was like so how does my trauma impact me today like now and I literally was like are you kidding (laughs) no you wrote you kidding me (laughs) okay f off Carly I was crying in my office today I was like seriously we just talked about it like a week ago unself-aware goes um I mean when I think back on my childhood my childhood was happy too um however there was definitely some trauma in my childhood um through like other choices that other people around me made um yeah and so there was a lot of that and and um I think from that stems a lot of things that I'm still working on today um Mm -hmm things that I'm just not willing to talk about on here. Yeah. Um, but I'm working through them. And so I, and I think some of those things probably impacted, um, like when I went off to college and I literally met Rich the first day of school. We oh, met each other. man. Yeah. Doze. Yeah. We met each other the first day of school at lunch in the cafeteria with one of my friends and like, that was it. Um, a boy paid attention to me. <laughs> um, I mean, not that I hadn't had that was wrong because I mean, I'd had boyfriends in high school. I know, so. but it's a different ass like mindset when you go to college and you're like, okay, now I'm free. Like I'm in a situation yeah. where I'm controlling my own environment and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then from there, I mean, I think like we talked about previously, there was just the infidelity thing was traumatic for me and it wasn't a one-time thing. Um, 
you were just the one that like I the it was the straw that broke the camel's back like I took had enough of it and you like the situation with you was just the most was the traumatic one because it is like the reason why I ended my relationship I was like I can't do this anymore I'm right. done I deserve better than this and from that stemmed our whole um cop night or punching right. night or slapping night nicely lightly tapping night <laughs> as I like to call Lindsay it. Lindsay flicked me okay yeah I if you want to recall go back to episode two <laughs> if you're new here it was a simple flick I suggest I barely touched Lindsay me. got arrested for flicking me okay <laughs> that's what I tried to tell the cop <laughs> <laughs> um but that night obviously stands out in my head as one of the most traumatic nights of my life right. um, and I mean we talked about it a lot in episode two one and two and then three and throughout the podcast um I mean if any one of the things in that day had gone any different my life would look completely different right now yeah um, and I that's something I think about a lot even now like it just yeah. life could have ended up a lot differently um so yeah I don't I didn't explain my trauma very well, but there we um, go. How? I'm going to ask you questions to pull information okay. out of your mouth. Okay, therapist Carly. I've learned some tools. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, How do you feel your... Did you feel respected or did you feel valued in your relationship? With Rich? Yes. Like, aside from the infidelity. I don't think I, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. That was a long time ago, guys. I must have in the beginning. I right. mean, but I can't specifically recall a time where I didn't feel where he was, like, chasing other girls. Like, I always felt like I wasn't good enough because he was not, he never made, a lot of that is my own things I needed to work through. But, like, he was always... Like, his focus was never you. It was it never was always... me. It was always on other girls. I mean, like I said, we met each other the first day of school. I had only seen one-ninth of the boys on campus, and he the same, I'm sure. Like, there were so many new people to see, and we just globbed onto each other the first day of school, and then very quickly became a, a couple, and in my eyes, like, when we were boyfriend and girlfriend, that meant, like, monogamy and, like, not talking and flirting with other people. And he saw it as something very different. Right. Mm. Hey. From that, I'm going to read some definitions and you can tell me if you felt like that. Because I know I did. Mm -hmm. And I know I felt certain things. And it was difficult for me to recognize them. And anytime somebody would talk to me about it, it was... um. I didn't listen, obviously, yeah. until way later. Gaslighting. It is basically when somebody puts seeds of doubt in your brain to question their own memory or perception or judgment. So, like, kind of making you feel like that crazy thing of, like... 100%. Yeah. Did that... Are you... Like, you're just being ridiculous. Like, I would never. Or, like, you're yeah. blowing this out of proportion. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. Yeah. All the time. I feel like that was huge for me because coming out of it, I was like, I could have done so many things different. And on in reality, no, I couldn't have. Like, if I yelled back or I tried to stand up for myself, things were broken in my house. Like, physically broken. Right. Like, not yeah. people. Like, we were, I was fine. But, um. Things got broken. Right. Like, yeah. the anger came out. And I was scared to upset anyone and I just wanted to keep the peace. keep the peace yeah like yeah. and I think I don't think he was even aware that he was doing it honestly like obviously you're trying to like minimize he's trying to minimize the situation like oh that didn't happen like oh whatever like I don't even know if at the time he knew he was doing that to me and I didn't know that it was an issue like I was just like oh he's trying to minimize the situation too but here's the thing with that is I know that I always give people the benefit of the doubt to say like oh he probably didn't know well he might have right 
you know, and in somebody else's situation, I've heard so many situations of gaslighting and all of those manipulation of your psycho your psyche. You're you're made to feel crazy. Yeah. And whether it's a conscious choice by them or not, it's a not fair. No. And you don't feel in control. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but coming out of that relationship like just not even I mean confidence in a hundred different things was shattered but like I didn't trust myself anymore because I'm like wait what like is what I'm thinking or is that real life or seeing like am I is this right and a lot of it had to do with just that I think you know like not knowing if yeah yep still hot in here (laughs) okay but I put on guys I'm literally like wiping the sweat off the back of my knees but it's because I put body butter oh on yeah that was done after my shower and then I came over here and now I'm like slimy <laughs> I'm just used to it my body has glistened itself to this 90 degree heat we're having here in my closet tonight oh that's so funny um but yeah you're right um so another one is I mentioned it earlier but it's um love bombing and it's interesting because I know you know knew what this meant but I don't know if you knew the terminology me yeah Hmm. and um I'll say a recent story but so this guy was hitting up Lindsay yeah 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 and she was like talking to him she's like he's so nice and I he talks to me so nice and he says all these nice things about me someone pays attention to me Carly and she was like saying all these things and I was like okay yeah you weren't as excited as I was no I was not (laughs) but also I'm super like defensive of anyone who even talks to Lindsay because I'm like you better be perfect like (laughs) shut up You better have zero flaws, which I know is super unrealistic. Anyway, um, and so I'm, she's reading these messages to me, and she's like, oh, he's saying this, or then he said this. Look at this cute message. So then she screenshots it to me, and I was like, I need you to look up the definition of love bombing because I'm 97% sure that's what's happening. Like, I feel like he doesn't know you. You haven't met yet. There's Yes, you've talked on the phone. There's no reason he needs to be saying, like, all of these things, like, you're this incredible person, and I can't believe I met you, and, like, you're just amazing, and, like, just... Okay, Carly, why can't someone say those nice things to me? I will say those things all, every single freaking day, but some (laughs) rando who's never met you and just wants to get some, there's a reason. It's a manipulation. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, okay, fair. He's aware that he's saying things to make you feel that way. Point made! I'm telling the the audience, not just you. Okay, well, I feel like you're lecturing me. Well, I'm just staring at you because we're in a fucking closet. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. It happens when someone overwhelms the victim with loving words or physical actions with manipulative behaviors. It's used in different ways, either positive or negative and it is a cycle of abuse cycle of abuse i like love hate the word abuse because i know then comes with abuse is abuse is victim and um abuser and i just feel like that's such a permanent term yeah and i feel like i don't know i don't like that word um so with that I feel like in the beginning, like, I was. Like, it was a whole thing where it's like, oh, my gosh, I've seen you at cheer. And you're this incredible person. Like, just, like, completely that. So, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Okay, so I was kind of dumb. Like, I could have questioned a lot more things. Mm-hmm. And every time I did question something, it was like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's not, like, it's just not like that. Like, I see my kid, and I am, we're just not together, she's just obsessed with me, she won't take my picture off her Facebook, like, I get it, like, she just won't, like, take off our relationship status, like, don't worry, and I was just like, okay, I mean, I guess that could happen, but, like, don't believe that, obviously, red flag, red flag, 
Um, if you both <laughs> still have in a relationship on your social media, weird. I wonder why it's such a thing about social media for Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we know. Um, so with that, lots of trauma has been discussed. How are you handling your trauma? Guys, I think I've mentioned 17 times in our 15 episodes now that Lindsay loves therapy. <laughs> Lindsay's a fan of therapy. I don't know. I mean, I'm still giving it a shot. Um, well, you went after you and Rich broke up the first time, right? No, the first time I went to therapy after our relationship was... When court. When court happened. So, like, but a year later. You, thought you, like, had a good time through that, right? I mean, it wasn't great. I think I've learned more from my mom and from her sending me books and really? things than an actual, yeah. I mean, because just because with her, like the first therapist, okay, that's a lie. I forgot about my other therapist. Um, After, I remember there was this one therapist, she doesn't work in Helen anymore. Um, I loved her. She was awesome and she helped me so much in certain ways um I forgot how young Grayson was Grayson was like two months old and I would bring him to my therapy sessions and she would like rock him while I was talking to her um because I'd be crying (laughs) so I couldn't really hold a baby and like cry cry hysterically um and then during court I saw a therapist which she was like nice but I don't feel like I got much out of it other than like she helped me kind of I don't know how to say this other than like sounding like she just helped me detach myself from the situation which in hindsight it's probably not healthy um but like she just helped me be okay with sharing my kid with someone who I can't control their actions and I can't make choices for them. And thankfully nothing has happened in a couple years. That was that was the way it was before to where it was so dangerous and I was scared for him to be there and I'm not scared anymore. I mean, I'm nervous because I think everybody in a co-parenting situation is nervous because you're like, are they going to make the same choices as I would or do they understand he's so wild and he's just going to dart off or do they understand like he will jump in the ocean before you can even put a life jacket on? Like certain things that I think every mom just always thinks about, always thinks about. And so I think that's less co-parenting and more just like being a mom. Mm -hmm. You're just worried about things. Um, But like before I remember sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings for two hours and Mike would literally just talk my ear off about anything and anything anything and everything because I could not like he knew I wouldn't cry as hard if we were in public Mm -hmm. and so I was just like sit there and cry in the booth like I was just waiting to go get him because I was just not an okay person obviously um (laughs) needed therapy (laughs) um so helped a lot I think my current therapist We've went to like four sessions, so I can't say much because yeah, we're only four sessions in. And so I feel like you have to build up to things. You can't just... Right. Well, it's not like you're going to walk in there, spill everything that you think you're going through in one session. Like, right. Things come up as you start to divulge information. Right. And I, I guess I struggle because she asks me questions and the only response is like, I'm just numb. Which kind of brings me to, like, the next thing is, like, I think I have, like, apathy from our relationship with dealing with it. I don't know that I am, but I noticed she keeps saying that I'm detached from things and, like, I can't feel regular emotion, which is true. Like, things happen and I'm just like, well, I feel bad for Mike because he gets, like, the brunt of, like, a lot of my trauma comes out in, like, irritability yeah. and anger. Mm-hmm. And not even about some things. Like, it's just, like, if a lot of bad things happen all at once or in one day, like, he gets the brunt of it. And I understand we're married, but, like, that's not fair. Right. And so 
and he's literally the most patient person I've ever met. Like, he doesn't, typically, he doesn't retaliate, and I think he knows, like, there was this one, this happened, like, two weeks ago, but I don't know why, but we were just, like, trying to get out of the house, and it was freaking crazy, and I was, like, I can't lift this laundry basket. Like, you filled it way too full of clothes, like, jam-packed. He just shoves it in there to where you can't pull laundry out, and I'm, like, this is so awkward laundry basket. I can't lift it up. Like, switch me. And he was holding Harper. So he hands me Harper and he's like, well, go put the kids in the car then. And I was like, I did not like that tone. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Don't talk to me that way. And he was like, Carly, y- don't talk to me that way. You literally just ordered me around. And then I was like, yes. However. Also, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I was like mad. And I'm like the type of person that needs to calm down before like he's instantly wants to fix it and I'm like I need space for my body to not be hot anymore yeah and I need my body to regulate temperature again (laughs) my chest to not be blotchy and then we can have a conversation and so then he left the house because he he was going to get like breakfast with the kids or something he was going to take them to do something I don't remember what we were doing um but it was a quick trip like out and back and he texted me when he was gone. He's like, I love you and I'm sorry. And I was like, I'm not texting you back. Oh, Carly. I know. And then I, he got home and I was like, I'm really sorry. That was uncalled for. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. If you did nothing wrong. Like, I, we were not talking nice, both of us. I'm sorry. So then it was fine. But I noticed that, like, I do that. Like, I have a quick fuse but I also recognize that when I'm in a situation so like in the past I didn't though and I think it was because it was you're scared to walk on eggshells you're scared to make the wrong move or upset someone to make them act out and with Mike I think I feel so safe and like so available to experience any emotion and that I know he's going to be accepting of it that I feel like that might be negative in our relationship too, you know? Like, yeah. He just gets to, he just deals with a lot. Yeah. But that's what therapy's for. <laughs> anyway, um, she basically said, like, I have apathy. So it's a lack of interest in life activities, interactions with others, and it can affect your ability to maintain relationships and enjoy small, minimal things. Um, everybody can experience apathy from time to time and you basically may feel unmotivated or uninterested in daily tasks, which I don't really have that. It's more so like you're disconnected from, um, here you go. So it's basically... Um, one of the symptoms is like shell shock to where you kind of don't react on any emotion. Like you just kind of experience life emotionless and like you can get mad about certain things, but it's basically just an overall feeling of numb to where I can be excited about something, but it's short lived, which you can also be diagnosed with depression if you feel that. And I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I have depression. I think it's just I have anxiety and I have PTSD, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Um, So, that's kind of, like, broad is, like, um, how it plays out in my life is there's a lot of generalized things of I don't like to feel things or upset my vibe, apparently. And it's cured with iced vanilla lattes a lot. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of iced vanilla lattes make me super happy. Um, and one weird thing is, like, I can't have, due to some of the trauma, like, I can't have, like, my wrists restricted. Like, I have to, like, if Mike grabs my arm, I, like, can't. Nope. It's, really? It's a nope. Like, he'll grab my arm, like, to hold my hand. Like, you grab yeah. arms and then connect hands, and it, like, it's uneasy to me. I can't do it. 
that's why I'm like scared of getting like if I, if well not well that yes <laughs> Lindsay I have a severe fear of getting kidnapped actually <laughs> I am like the person head on a fucking swivel out here like no yeah, thank you I know you call your mom every time you leave my house if it's dark out I'm on the phone with somebody so somebody knows I'm being murdered like why doesn't anybody else understand like this is a very real situation yeah ask um, your, ask, let's ask your mom about this next week probably when she comes on at yeah. 11 p.m when you leave my house yes how she enjoys it how it's how she's thriving so i mean yes plus i think that's my only physical thing is like weird wrist things like i don't like that that is i mean it's not weird i i understand um, yeah but yeah and I'm, but back, I'm not, I am scared of getting kidnapped, but more so, <laughs> um, I've always been like, okay, if I were to ever like have to get arrested, not that I would do anything to get arrested or like, hopefully not Lord knows when Carly's white girl wasty pants shit hits a fan, but, mm -hmm. um, you'd freak out with him. Yeah. I think I would have a panic attack. Yeah. Like I think I would straight, they would probably be like, this girl is a psycho. I mean, let me tell you. Whoop. They're not great. <laughs> I mean, he did loosen your cuffs for you. He did. He's a very sweet. I wish I remembered his name. I could probably find it somewhere. But highlights. Do you have any weird triggers? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any weird triggers? I wouldn't say it's a trigger, but I feel like sometimes, like, I'm not even going to say sometimes. This is just you. <laughs> but you love with every part of your heart yeah all of the time and I think that's not really a cause from trauma I think that's just who you are but I think you it just makes you easily susceptible to negative situations in a sense of like you don't have a guard up it's like if you care about someone it's instant like you love them well yeah I've learned through um both of my serious relationships in my adult life that like once I find I'm in love like there is not one single like I will put every ounce of my being into it yeah um there's definitely pros pros to that I mean it's yeah. not all bad no um there's a very good qualities to it though yeah but I think that's only because you only realize the cons because you've had to experience the cons, you know, like yeah. if you met your high school sweetheart right out of college or whatever, and you both felt the same way, like it wouldn't be a con because you were both committed and putting 110% into the relationship, right? Right. So I feel like it's only a con in a sense of like you're sometimes you're just not guarded enough. Yeah. But I think sometimes sure. I'm just way too guarded about situations. But also, I have this toxic trait. Carly has a few toxic Ooh, traits. Like, you just buying. Took a like, today I was talking and I was like, what's the toxic trait that, like, you feel chubby all the time? And then you're like, let me buy this weird diet pill. And then you buy it and then you forget to cancel it. <laughs> so you have like 17 packages of this diet pill you tried one time. That's my toxic trait. Wait, are you talking about real life situations? Um, yeah. What kind of diet pill we got? I've got like six different options. Come to my <laughs> store here. I don't even know what to do with them. I'm just like, maybe I should take them all at once. I'll get skinny so fast. Or die of an overdose. Well, yeah, that too. But so, you know. I mean, I don't think that, okay. Yeah, we're getting, <laughs> we're just going to drop that. Um. How else? does the trauma play out in Lindsay's life? One thing I do find nice is my mom said it from the very beginning and I, I think she said it when we first started a podcast and she thought it was a great idea and she was like absolutely you guys should do that that's so so awesome but she kept talking about a trauma bond trauma bond trauma bond and I was like so I looked it up and more so, you have a trauma bond with the abuser and the victim. Like, you went through all these situations, so you have a bond yeah, to go through these traumatic events with. 
but she was relating it in a sense of like, you know, you experienced very similar situations, but because it was by the same person, you were, you like linked almost like you're, and then I made, it made me think of like, this is so stupid, (laughs) but do you know that like show, it's something dragon on, it's a dragon show. A kid's show? Yes. Oh, it's maybe there's a few dragon shows like this, but do you remember Avatar? Yeah. And they have to like connect their little tail thing to like the little thing and it like fuses together. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. That's similar to what it is. It's like your souls can connect based off trauma. You think our souls have connected? Yeah, Linz. I do too, Carly. Oh, thanks. I think we just hit a new level in our friendship. Oh, cute! <laughs> no, I agree. Um, I think I I think I'm going to elaborate on what you your mom was trying yeah. saying. Um, but like talking about the things and we've done this for years before the podcast, but talking yeah. about the things that we've gone through both similarly and the different things that we've gone through have done nothing but bring us closer together yeah and a lot of it is like everybody's like oh yeah you can talk shiz about your ex and then but it's never been like that I would say it's opposite of that nine percent has nothing to do with talking about the actual person it's the trauma itself what we felt and like what we went through in those moments like yes there was another person there because obviously but like it's not like rich is such an asshole he did this he like this is what he did it's like no this this is is what happened this is what I went through and how I feel and how yeah like why am I like feeling like this now or why am I thinking these things or like it has little to do it has little to do with the shit talking part of it yeah it's little to do with the person itself and more the situation and the event that occurred and how it's making me feel right one year three years five years eight years later you know like it's just it's healing yeah i agree so we can end it there i mean that was cute um okay so my mom's going to come on the next one, yes, and I'm really we're excited. so excited. Can we call her doctor? Mark your calendars, because she's going to come on. Next week, guys. Next week. Um. Okay. Well, follow up. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Share with your friends, guys. If anybody needs to listen to a trauma podcast episode, there was a single parenting one. We got a few messages of that was super helpful, and so I'm really excited about that. Glad I could help little Miss Lindsay. Grow her heart. <laughs> I'm feeling much better. I'm feeling Don't need to cry on the podcast or my front porch this week. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Enjoy your guys' this week. Hope you guys have a good one. Bye. Follow us at Made to Relate Podcast on Instagram and Made to Relate Podcast on TikTok. <laughs> Bye. Bye.